you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. We now know who our Super Bowl contenders are, and mm. Tom was completely wrong. <laughs> we were both very sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. It's 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 not good. This was yep. my least favorite duo of Super Bowl contenders and yep. now if I'm watching the Super Bowl I don't know what I'm rooting for what are you going to root for uh well one I'm rooting for the Rams but <laughs> aside from that I'm just going to root that there's no horrible horrible penalties uh. and no calls like I just couldn't get over it I couldn't get over the Tom Brady shoulder touch, which is I, 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 that is got to be the worst call I've ever seen in my life, and then the worst no call I've ever seen in my life happened in the other game. Yeah, I, I just I don't know what to think about the NFL anymore. It's like I, it's just completely nuts. It feels a little too much like yeah. wrestling, you know. Like this was the storyline, and. Out of the crowd comes somebody with a steel chair, and wham! <laughs> Saints are not going to the Super Bowl. Like, holy crap! I mean, was... honestly, that cost them the Super Bowl. It did, unless you count on them missing a very close field goal, which yeah, well, I mean, is possible, but it's very, very unlikely because they would have wasted the rest of the time and would kick the field goal, go to the Super Bowl. That that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. Of course, everybody argues that. Well, they had a chance in overtime. Of course, they had a chance in overtime. Yeah. But they should have had another opportunity at a touchdown in regular time. So you can't yep. argue that. Nobody can argue that. I mean, the league's already said, yeah, we screwed up. And apparently mm-hmm. there's a lawsuit out there. <laughs> I just read a little <laughs> article. I don't know what it's uh, all about. But somebody's trying to sue the NFL over that call. So, Probably a gambling thing where they lost money and it was oh, like, ah. About guarantee it. Yeah, but. I mean, and it, I think the outcome of the game may not have changed with the Tom Brady shoulder touch because Tom Brady's still amazing. I'm, I'm going to give it up to Tom Brady. He's awesome. But I will say that the Chiefs kind of messed it up in the end. Well, just one like, Chief. Well, he did, but I also kind of <laughs> think that that uh, they could have gone for a touchdown at the end of the game when they had 11, 11 seconds. seconds. 11 seconds. Yep. Second yep. down. I know you don't want to screw up a field goal, but you have Patrick Mahomes who can sling it, and you have wide receivers who are fast. You just yep. try it, and you throw and it to if, the very back of the end zone, and if and, he doesn't get it, nobody gets it, and yes, you still have exactly. three seconds left. What yeah, is exactly. your problem? And when they started lining up for the field goal, I was in the back of my mind was thinking, are they gonna like fake this and just go for the end zone real quick? I and, thought maybe and they maybe, would. Maybe, but then they didn't, and I was just like, that was just horrible. That's Andy Reid, and that's why he's not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Don't get that's me started. Andy Reid. Don't get me started. <laughs> I I have 
too much to say and we have too much to talk about yes, today. So let's get moving on. We have some news before we get into our episode today. And our episode today is going to be about all the free agent running mm-hmm. backs and some guys who weren't going to be free agents until some things happen. And we've yep. talked about those guys already. And we're going to talk about them some more today and some yep. possible landing spots. But First things first, we've got some news that we need to inform you of. And the happy news we've seen is the Cardinals have announced that Larry Fitzgerald is returning for one more season. <laughs> we don't know if it's just one more. Well, he could, he could go on forever. That's true. No, I, I think it's great. I think Fitzgerald is an awesome guy, and I think he's still a really good athlete. Hopefully his rapport with the quarterback will be a little bit better, but it, yes. can't, it can't be much worse than it was last year. No, uh, hopefully he goes out on a little bit higher of a yeah. note than last yep. year would have been. Uh, and on the opposite end of that spectrum, the Chiefs fired their defensive coordinator. Uh, we were just talking about <laughs> that stupid, stupid game. And, mm. yeah, I mean, they were, what, 31st in the league in defense? So yeah. let's, yep. let's find something different. They've got some decent players on defense, but whatever their scheme they were running, it was it was not working. No. If if their defense was just middle of the pack, they probably win that game. But because it's just so terrible, Tom Brady Tom Brady can do anything with a terrible defense. Yep. So that's pretty much that's how the story got written right there. Uh, yep. And uh, let's let's go to an interesting stat. There were two QBs that attempted a pass beyond the sticks greater than fifty percent of the time, and that means after the first down marker. Right. Two quarterbacks, only two. <laughs> Greater than 50% of the time. Those two quarterbacks, James Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, offensive coordinator, calm yourself. <laughs> just call some plays that don't do that. Hey, maybe uh, it wasn't him. Maybe they just yeah. liked those routes that they saw in Madden. And that that <laughs> little you know skinny post, that's, a, that's in front of the marker every single time. So, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, they were airing it out. We know they were. With Their defense sucked. <laughs> yeah, with, with with Fitzpatrick, it was working for the first part of the season, but then it didn't, and that's just that's all she wrote. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. They've got a new coach down there in Tampa. We'll see if that statistic uh, yeah. rears its head again <laughs> next year. I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm giving that's one more shot to Jameis Winston as per last episode of Fantasy Fuel. So, mm-hmm. hey, if he's throwing it that far down the field that much of the time, I'm okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to Tom Brady one more time before. Do we have to. We don't have to, but. I kind of like this stat because it's not just a Tom Brady stat. Okay. Although it does tie him for an all-time record. And that all-time record is for playoff wins at Arrowhead Stadium. That's Do you know no... who he's tied with? Oh. There's a lot I'm... of people. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to guess Montana. Well, that's one of them. <laughs> Along with oh, there's Steve more than DeBerg, just one. Joe Flacco, Jim Harbaugh, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Marcus Mariota, and Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Do you know why? Because that record is one win. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs do not have a very good record in the playoffs since oh, Super no. Bowl 
three or two or whatever it was <laughs> long long time ago no it was not yeah. good no. yeah so tom brady gets another record and uh patrick mahomes is gonna have to be the one to break that hopefully he can get another win next year and get tom brady off the books at arrowhead <laughs> stadium at least yeah uh, all right we have got one other interesting news that came out uh, just yesterday or today, um, Hugh Jackson, it's come out that when John Dorsey came to fire him in his office, Hugh Jackson told John Dorsey to get the <laughs> F out of his office. <laughs> Wait a second. That's not your office anymore, bud. It's, it's time you get out. Uh, he should have gotten out a long time ago. Yes, yes. But my goodness, I, I want some reports from anybody out there listening to us. If you have ever gotten fired, if you then told that person, your boss, to get the <laughs> F out of your workspace, what the outcome of that was. Because <laughs> I want to try it, but I don't have the confidence to try something like that. <laughs> Yeah, it takes a lot of uh I don't know if confidence is the word, but he's I'm sure he's ticked. Arrogance, off. is that the word yeah. we're looking for maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey Hugh, you've won like two games in like seventeen years. Let let's calm ourselves just a little bit. <laughs> Congratulations on beating the Jets. Now get out. <laughs> oh, all right, we got one more story to talk about, and I have to just because I need to get my two cents out there. Uh-huh. There was a report, anonymous sources inside the <laughs> Eagles have been painting Carson Wentz as selfish, uncompromising, and playing favorites. <sighs> I, I I don't see that out of him for some reason, but if that's true, then so be it. <laughs> it's just really... I, uh, here's my two cents. Here's my two cents. The only person that I heard talk about this as if they had some kind of knowledge was Trey Thomas, a former Philadelphia Eagle who has not played in a while. Granted, okay. he is on Philadelphia Eagles Sports Radio 94 WIP. I listen mm -hmm. to it a lot. He's on there quite a bit. So he does usually have some decent insights, but everything that's come out is anonymous. Who yeah. are these people that are saying this? And on the other side of that is, oh, let's see, Fletcher Cox and Zach Ertz and Malcolm Jenkins and a whole bunch of other leaders on that team have come out and said, no, 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 no. Carson Wentz is our guy. He's our leader. He he He's not any of those things. So I guess I my, my two cents is it's yeah. BS. Yeah, I I just don't know why you would go out and say something. It would just completely ruin the rapport if it if even if it's true. You kind of just kind of the locker room is such a big thing in the NFL. You can't have a bad locker room. Just ask the Jets back when the Rex oh, Ryan days. Right. I mean, it's just we were good for two years, and then it just completely went to garbage because the locker room went to garbage. So it just the locker room is huge, and I can't imagine somebody coming out and saying that. I don't know. Maybe they do. <laughs> it does seem a little bit like it's not true, but who knows? I don't yep. know. 
It's uh, something I'm going to obviously keep an eye on, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to put a lot of stock in it yet. And, of course, this happens after the season is over when right. there's no more real media days or anything and nobody can get out there on the podium and be like, you guys are stupid, stop. <laughs> so we'll we'll be it's hearing probably, more of this, I'm sure. It was probably Nick Foles. He's like, you got to resign me. This, I mean, yeah, this right. guy's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play anywhere else. Please bring me back. Oh, I wish Nick Foles the best because I know he's not going to be an Eagle next year. Yep. So yep. unfortunately, when Carson Wentz gets hurt in week 13 next year, it's going to be Nate Sudfeld that's going to lead us to a Super Bowl. <laughs> you might pick somebody else up. Hey, I, st- I like hey, Sudfeld. So. He did okay that one time he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, we are talking free agent running backs. Yep. But before we get to free agent running backs, we need to talk about which teams may or may not need a running back. Mm-hmm. I mean, New England's not going to sign a free agent running back. They already have 62 running backs <laughs> and a rookie that they got this year who looks pretty darn good. Who, yep. by the way, if he scores a couple of times in the Super Bowl, will be like 16th all time in playoff touchdowns wow. <laughs> that's ridiculous wow. yep so new england crossed off the list yep not needing a running back they don't need anything really but no yeah. well they <laughs> never do uh pittsburgh i don't yeah. think they're going to want to go out and get a running back it seems like yep. their system works decent enough with Connor and Samuels and obviously D'Angelo williams back in the day when Le'Veon right. bell would get hurt so I don't think we're going to talk about Pittsburgh needing a running back. No, I don't think so. Cleveland. We both talked about Nick Chubb last week. Yep. Don't need a running back because they also have Duke Johnson, so it's not like they even need a change of pace running back. Yeah, he's their pass-casting specialist, so, yeah. Cincinnati. Don't need a running back. They're still all about Joe Mixon, and they still have Giovanni Bernard, so... Don't do nothing there. Mm-hmm. The Chargers, Melvin yeah, Gordon, yeah. Austin Eckler. Yeah. No. Enough said. Dallas Cowboys. Don't, just move on. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. New York <laughs> Giants. Yeah. Move yeah on no, just move on. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Obviously, Delvin <laughs> Cook is going to be the guy there, but it's still a kind of situation. Yeah, it's a little iffy, but they're not going to go out and get somebody because they still like Cook, so... Right. The only thing I thought about is because Latavius Murray is a free agent and I think he may end up getting more money elsewhere. Right. Yeah. They may may try and get one of these running backs we talk about as a platoon, you know, maybe. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh Green Bay. You talked about Aaron Jones last week. Yeah. I don't think they need a running back, but nope. I don't know what's going on in Green Bay right now, so I think what they need is just better wide receivers, more experienced anyway. But right. I think Aaron Jones is just fine. Yeah. Chicago. There's all sorts of yeah. rumors about Jordan Howard. They have Tariq Cohen. I, they don't need a running back. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't put it past Chicago to maybe draft one later on in the draft and see how that pans out. I don't, I don't see them picking up any of these free agents at the moment. But it's possible. I, I just don't see it. I will come back to this later. I have okay. one piece of information about that, but we'll get to it when we get to the player. Okay. New Orleans. They have Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Yep. And Mark Ingram's a free agent. 
Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara feasted when Mark yeah. Ingram was not on the field, so I doubt they do yeah. anything other than you know maybe draft somebody just as a change of pace back or something. Yeah. Carolina, obviously, when Christian McCaffrey plays 172% of the snaps, they don't need a running back there. Move on. The Rams. Yeah. Ooh, well, move on. They're not going to get one. But, like I said last episode, I have some issues with Todd Gurley. But Mm -hmm. you know the Rams aren't going to sign one of these guys. Right. Yep. The Seahawks drafted Rashad Penny. Chris yep. Carson was great at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Mike Davis, uh, actually, I think he is a free agent, so they won't have him back. But you would think right, with yeah. those two guys, they're not going to go after a running back. Most likely not, no. Cardinals. David Johnson's still there. Yeah. Yep. Why do you need a running back? Plus, you they don't. like their, his backup, Chase Edmonds, he did fine. So, yeah. Yep. All right. There's our list of teams that probably don't need a running back at all. Correct. Yep. Now we've got a bunch of maybes here. <laughs> and the first one is Miami. Um, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I'm going to keep them on the list for now. Yeah. Because Kenyon Drake hasn't proven anything yet. Yeah, that's the problem. It's just, it's something that I feel like they want to continue working with but maybe they go after a somebody that's a free agent to help him progress <laughs> that's all i can really think but i've got yeah. something for this team as soon as we get to a player okay uh let's move on to the new york jets absolutely they- <laughs> absolutely when you when you put it in the maybe category it's like well we're just gonna have to switch this <laughs> because listen coel He's a fine running back when he's healthy, but he's not anything special. And I'd like to get somebody special. And Powell is fine, but he's not special. I want special. Yes. And so, yes, we absolutely need to do that. And if we don't, we're not going to we're not going to improve as an offense until we get better players. Right now, we, all we have is Sam Darnold. That's it. Okay, I agree. Um, one more team in that division that I put as a maybe is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's yeah, it's an interesting I think that's one. A yes, I don't really they I don't know if they're going to free agent side, but they have to do something. You would because think. it's just it's not going to last much longer, right? And speaking of the Buffalo <laughs> Bills, I just want to put out there. Uh, I tweeted out a five minute video of Josh Allen and his receivers dropping the ball. Five minutes worth of drops wow. by the Buffalo Bills wide receivers. And there was a few that were on him, but it was basically because he was throwing a cannon at somebody yeah. like 10 yards down the field. And they're like, I can't even get my arms up fast enough for the ball to get there in time. So that's well, like when Brett Favre was throwing rockets out of his hand. I think it was Donald Driver that said it broke my fingers yes. like four or five times or whatever exactly. it was. Exactly. So, yeah. It's and not did, easy to catch that. I, I added that at the end of my tweet. I, I basically said Josh Allen's going to get a lot better between now and the next season. And the guy he reminds me of was Brett Favre. Absolutely, yep. Some yep. of these drops were just bad. I mean, <laughs> bombs down the field thrown on a dime and just bloop. Like, yep. oh, his numbers would have looked so much better and he would have been talked about so much more had he not had an inept 
field of wide receivers. <laughs> but we're talking yep. about running backs. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. Next team on the maybe list is Baltimore. They had some decent running games, plus Lamar Jackson, but do they need a running back? Um, I'm going to put... I'm going to put this on a no. I don't think they need a running back. I think what they have is actually legit enough. I mean, they're probably going to draft somebody. I wouldn't put that past them at all. Sure. But I don't think they need to get go out and get one of these free agent running backs. All right. We'll put them on the no list for now for our research purposes. Next team on the list, Houston. Do they go out and get a running back? I think that might be a no as well that's again something i think they might try to draft i don't really know everything about the draft right now but i would assume that they can roll with miller for a little bit longer i just i don't i don't see they maybe they do (laughs) but i don't i don't see their need right now at running back position I would tend to agree with you. I don't think they're going to. I wouldn't say they don't need a running back, but I don't know that they're going to sign right. one of these guys. Right. They exactly. still have Deontay Foreman, who they don't know 100% what he's capable of because he didn't look very good in the games back, but they didn't necessarily need him in the last mm-hmm. few games either. So uh, another team in that same division, Tennessee Titans. I would say no on a personal note, just because obviously Derrick Henry looked good, but I don't think they want to either. I think they want to rely on Henry. I don't think they want to go out there and be like, "Hey, Henry, we're gonna draft somebody," right? <laughs> or I mean, we're, we're gonna sign somebody to uh, to take over or to push you closer to nowhere. Like exactly. I, I think they want to put the trust in him, so I'm gonna say no on them. Okay, taken off the list. Still one more team in that division, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will <laughs> not be having TJ Yeldon back. Right. And Leonard Fournette can't stay on the field. They got to get they're in the maybe. They got to get something, but I don't know if it's it's not going to be any of the big names. I'll no, say we'll, that. We'll keep him on the yes list for now because yeah. we don't have just the big guys on this free agent right. list. So there's a couple of guys who may fit a role for mm-hmm. them. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, who have been linked to a Le'Veon Bell type situation. We talked about that in the last episode. I don't think they need a running back. They have a stable of three with Marlon right. Mack, Jordan Wilkins, and Naeem Hines. So yep. I don't think they go after one, but if Somebody like Le'Veon Bell said, okay, you know what? I don't want $15 million a year yeah. to come play for you. They'd probably listen to him. Yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think that goes with any of the higher people. If they say, I'll come to you, they'll be like, well, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, another interesting one on this list is the Kansas City Chiefs. Whew. Um, man, it looked like Damian Williams was the guy. I mean, I saw... I don't remember if it was Reddit or Facebook somewhere, but I saw somebody that said, oh, Damian Williams is going to be a top 10 pick next year. And I was like, um, I don't know <laughs> that I would go that far with Damian yeah. Williams. I, if that's who they roll with, I think he's a late second, early third, a la Jarek yeah. McKinnon next year for different reasons. Yep. But what do you think? Do you think KC may try and sign somebody? 
I don't think so. I think that they realize that their offense is good enough, and what they're probably going to try to do is draft somebody. I can't see I can't see them going after somebody when they are already a playoff team. And with Mahomes, he's going to he's going to improve, and that, I think that offense is just going to get better and better. So I'm going to say no. All right, no arguments from me. Uh, one other team in that division that is in the maybe list, and that's the Denver Broncos. I'm leaning no here because obviously they love Philip Lindsay, but right. he had the injury at the end of the year. So do they try and sign a veteran because Royce Freeman was so bad, or do they roll with what they got? I think I think they're going to roll with what they got, yeah, but I think they should go after a running back. <laughs> I really do. I, I just don't think Royce Freeman's good enough to be the second guy. Maybe he's got he's got plenty of time to improve. So I could be proven wrong on this. Been proven wrong plenty of times. But I think they they should at least explore the idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. I'm going to put them on the no list right now That's fine, for yeah. our purposes. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, they actually do need a compliment to Philip Lindsay, especially if he mm-hmm. can't come back right away. Uh, an interesting team on this list, Washington Redskins. While yeah. they had a very, very good year out of Adrian Peterson, yeah. they also have somebody that was on IR all year. It's true. So what are they going to do? <laughs> They're going to do what they would have done this year. I'm guessing he comes back and he's going to be – fine but it's hard it's hard when you have big injuries like that but i think they're gonna not go after anybody if they do it just be somebody small something just complimentary i don't think i don't think guys is going to be terrible i think he'll be very decent if he comes back and he's comes back healthy okay i will take them off the list for our purposes today uh team on this Maybe list next is the the Detroit Lions. Um, obviously, they did pretty good with Carry On Johnson, but it wasn't a hundred percent success with him this year. No, he did decent enough to where I think they're going to roll with it. But let's face it they need they need a lot more than just a running back. So I don't think they're going to address the running back situation. I think they're going to address everywhere else. All right, that sounds perfectly viable to me. Uh, another team on the maybe list, the Atlanta Falcons. They're not going to retain Tevin Coleman, who we will talk about, and Devonta Freeman is coming off another major no. injury. So, do they sign somebody complimentary, or are they going to roll with Devonte? They're going to roll with him, but th- if they sign somebody, it could. I mean, I, I th- that's a maybe, but I'm going to say no just because they already have their lead guy. Okay. So I don't think they're going to go out and get a lead guy. If they get a complimentary person, then it would just be somebody that nobody really cares too much about. I don't know. Okay. Uh, next on the list, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They drafted Ronald Jones. They got some decent games out of Peyton Barber. They've got a new head coach. Are they going to overhaul, or are they going to roll with what they got? They're going to find somebody, I think. I think they're going to – at least they're going to try. I don't know who they're going to get, but they're going to try and get somebody because I just don't believe that their running backs are good enough. All right. Well, keep them on the yes list. 
Last team on the maybe. I do have actually two yeses. So this is the last on the maybe. Uh, and that's the San Francisco 49ers, who I am guessing are probably on the no list. Jarek McKinnon will be coming right. back. Yeah. Matt Breda looked good. Uh, but both of those guys seem to be very injury <laughs> prone. Yes, that is a, uh, yeah. But I, I, there's, there's no way. There's no way they're going to, I don't think. <laughs> you don't think. I'm going to leave them there just for now, just to see if maybe we can put one of these guys and be like, oh, yeah, well, maybe yeah, that maybe San sense. Francisco. Yeah. All right, we've got two yeses, and you probably have not heard me say the Philadelphia Eagles because I believe they should be on the yes list. Uh, last year, we would not have ever thought about this, but we will not be retaining JJ. I'm not saying they right. might not try to resign him. Yeah, we thought Corey Clement was going to be the answer, and he did not have a very good year. Uh, Wendell Smallwood ended up being one of the guys at the end of the year, and he did fine. But we have seen Wendell Smallwood before, and we know right. what he is also capable of. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see them go after a running back. I agree with you. I think I think, and I I'm I wrote this down in my notes for a little bit later, but I'm going to say now. I think if they would have kept Jay Ajayi, that their playoff um, outlook may have been better. I don't know if they win, but I think that they. Th- Let me they stop might you have... for just a second. Okay. You said if they kept Jay Ajayi, is that if, what you if, meant? I didn't mean kept. I mean if 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 he would have been healthy oh i if he would have been playing for the eagles i thought maybe you were talking about legarrett blunt instead or something oh no no okay no. all right i think it makes if a lot he, more sense i think if he was healthy that they would have made it uh, their outlook would have been a little different yes and that's that's really all i mean maybe they win the division even uh yeah. so I, I i i i actually that's very plausible they didn't have anybody really that i thought was so outstanding enough to where they could take over and actually win every game that they could possibly. But, but, but once JGI went down, that's, that just seems like, eh, what are you going to do? Yep. And the one team I think everybody can agree on because we don't know what's happening with Marshawn Lynch <laughs> and Doug Martin is a free agent again. The Oakland Raiders, they have to sign somebody. I don't yeah. care who it is. They basically don't have a running back right now. So I think they need to, but I have no idea what Gruden's going to do. Uh, he's he's played with my mind so much this year. I, I just have zero zero confidence that he's going to actually do something. But they have they have to do they have to sign somebody. We will see unless they love somebody in the first round that isn't yeah. going to go too high because the yeah. first round picks that they got ended yep. up being pretty late draft picks. So mm-hmm. we will see. All right, we have covered all thirty two teams. We've got a list of. Maybes and yeses. We've got, let's see, eight-ish teams here that we will try and fit some free agent running backs onto their teams. So we're going to start with TJ Yeldon. I know he's not an exciting player, but he was forced to be on the field again this year, and he's not bad. He catches passes, and he catches passes for first downs. So what team out there can use a pass-catching running back that will get a first down for him? 
Well, before uh, we get started too much into this, I got a little bit of a stat that I came up with just so that I could kind of differentiate between how good these players are in fantasy football. All right. So it's not really a new stat, but it's something people don't really look at too much, and it is points per touch. I want to know how many points you make every time you touch the ball. So with TJ Yeldon, it was actually really good. He was actually, besides Hunt, I'll, I'll spoiler alert, Hunt was a little better <laughs> than, than Yeldon. But he, Yeldon was the best on the list of free agents that we're going to bring up in points per touch. Okay. So he's scoring when he gets the ball. And I think that's actually something that can be used on multiple teams when you have a pass-catching uh, person like this. So I would 100% say that, any team that needs a pass catching and a pass catching uh, running back should sign him, or at least go after him because he's actually pretty talented. Okay. Well, is there any team in particular that fits that need? Uh, maybe somebody. I don't know who's willing to spend the money on him, <laughs> but maybe as a change of pace back for the Vikings, who we left on our no list, but they don't really have a backup per se yeah um that's true i mean they need they need somebody because you know cook's gonna get hurt (laughs) but that's that's a good possibility there i do want to i want to explain something about the points per touch i didn't get to there is i kind of did a little bit of studying on it basically if you get one point per touch you are a pretty good back as far as efficiency for every time you touch the ball. And Yeldon was 1.22. Okay. So we could continue now. All right. Uh, you know, besides going back to Jacksonville, if, you know, Leonard Fournette can yeah. stay on the field, he would yeah. be a good compliment to him. Maybe Buffalo would be a decent place for TJ Yeldon. That's actually, a, you know what? He could he could almost squeak in as the number one guy there he if could. you think about it. Because McCoy is not going to be around forever. And exactly. Terrible last yeah. year. I'm sorry, Shady. Yep. So TJ Yeldon, I think maybe he fits in Buffalo. Yeah, I agree with that. Josh I, I Allen's think... running around. He could be a good dump off option, although Josh Allen likes to sling it as far down the field <laughs> as he can possibly do. <laughs> He's got to dump it off here and there. Yep. All right. Well. Let's move on to the ageless wonder, Adrian Peterson. We all mm. thought he was done, except for Adrian Peterson himself, and he proved most of us wrong. Yeah. Although there wasn't, it, it wasn't in old Adrian Peterson esque style. No, there was a couple of games, especially like the one against Philadelphia, where he had like a ninety-three yard run or something for a touchdown, which was the <laughs> longest in his career, and he didn't even get a hundred yards in the game. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just going to start out with what his points per touch were uh-huh. uh, this last year, and it was point eight three, which out of all of these players that we are going to go with, he is the lowest. Oh, um, so point eight three isn't far from one but i think it actually kind of is i mean he did really good this year he played a lot of snaps so this is kind of where right it gets a little dicey running back right and 
So I might I might stay away from him in fantasy football this this next year. Even if he gets picked up, it's probably going to be a last second pickup from somebody. Like, oh, uh, who do? Oh, shoot, somebody got hurt. We need somebody. Uh, what about Adrian Peterson? Okay, that that's just kind of how it is with him right now. And, and I want to put something in perspective. I, I did a little bit further back in 2017. His points per touch was point six seven. So it's wow. even worse. So I don't think he's got what people kind of want him to have well i could see him because i know he wants to play so he's gonna want to sign somewhere it's not like he's asking for 10 million dollars a year or anything yeah he's going somewhere but he could be the guy in oakland and if he can stay (laughs) healthy he will probably get another 250 to 300 carries who knows i again it's gruden I don't know what's going to happen with him, but uh, Adrian Peterson, yeah, I could see it. I could definitely see it. I, anything out of Oakland is, is viable at this point. I think that's about the only team out of the ones that we listed, unless maybe somehow he made a return to Minnesota. He would have to give up and say, I'm the backup. He would have to do <laughs> well, that. Of course. He wants to do that. Yeah, I don't think he wants to do that either. So no. I think uh, Oakland is the only one that I see that looks like a fit for what he has to offer. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm agreeing with that. I think they oh, – I'm going to lock that in. Okay. He's going to Oakland. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Oakland and Minnesota, let's go to a player that has been in both, Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. He is an interesting guy because when he gets the chance in fantasy football, a la when Delvin Cook goes down, he actually scores fairly well. What is his point per touch? His points per touch is point nine four, mm-hmm. So it is pretty close to one, and he's actually pretty pretty good back, I think. I don't think he's... I think he's still a number two, but when when injuries come a knocking, he really t- he takes the bill, and so I think that's what he is to a lot of people. I think a lot of teams are going to look at him as we need a backup, and if this guy gets hurt, he can fill in. So, so you said when injuries come a knocking, mm-hmm. do you know what team I think he'd be a good fit for? Um, I think you're going to say not Minnesota because he was just there, but Jacksonville. There you go. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Perfect spot for him. Yes, I know he's absolutely. not a pass-catching running back per se, but he is the perfect guy to have behind Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if Fournette gets, I mean, sorry, when Fournette goes down, <laughs> yes. he's, going, he's going to be a good guy to have. There you go. I I think we have hit the nail on the head with Latavius Murray. (laughs) Lock that in. All right. We're locking all these in right now. Next on the list, C.J. Anderson. Oh, boy. Where to start with him? An interesting player this year because everybody was scared that he was going to take touches away from Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey. And I don't think he took one touch away (laughs) from Christian McCaffrey. But he ends up playing in a Super Bowl as Todd Gurley's backup, but he's actually been the better back the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. What is now, going on? I have to say what his points per touch is, but okay. I think it's a little skewed because he didn't play a whole lot. But 
is 1.12. So it actually sounds pretty good. And he he has been productive. He has been productive since he's been playing on the Rams. But you have to also look at his points per game. In fantasy football, 8.07 points per game is not going to cut it for you. I don't care what your points per touch is. If you're only scoring eight points, it's not going to do it. Honestly, he goes somewhere in the NFL, but I don't see him being <laughs> I don't see him being anything special. All right. Lock uh, it up. He's going to be Dalvin Cook's backup. Lock it in. Lock, lock that in. in. Minnesota. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. Now we've got some guys who are most certainly vying for starting positions somewhere. And these are the guys that we're going to be so interested in yep. when free agency <clears throat> opens up. And we'll start with the guy the Philadelphia Eagles lost to injury this year, Jay Ajayi. Yep. ACL, ACL, ACL. Yeah. That is that's the question we're going to have to answer, and I don't know if we can, but... Jay Ajayi and Bad Knees. Name a more yeah. <laughs> iconic duo. Somebody's going to take the risk on him. It's, somebody will. I don't know who, but it, but it's a risk... I think somebody has to do if they don't have a backup plan, then I don't know what they're going to do there, but they need a backup plan. If they take the risk on him now, his point per touch, and it's only four games, Yeah, but it's 1.1. So it's actually halfway decent. He's been good every time he's touched the ball because right. even last year after the Eagles got him, he didn't, he didn't have a full workload. But he was ripping off, you know, a 40-yard run here, a 60-yard run there. So he was getting, uh, making the most of his touches, but he's got to stay on the field. So Yes. So, yeah, the ACL is the biggest question. Um, and how, how, how he, will he return after this? Will he be good? Like, I don't know. It's the return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of the return of the Jedi, the return of the Jedi. Um, but, yeah, I have the Eagles had pretty good success with him when he was healthy. So I do think he's a good quality back that any one of these yes teams can take a risk on, but you have to have a backup plan. Yep. Uh, The one that makes the most sense, we've already locked in somebody on Adrian Peterson. (laughs) I could see Jay Ajayi (laughs) going to Oakland if he wanted a starting gig. I don't see him. He's obviously not going back to Miami, even though his – the coaches no. aren't going to be there. No. Uh, but I don't see him going to the Jets. Mm-mm. I don't think he would go to Buffalo. It, it's too much of Man. a timeshare there, really, with Shady. But it it wouldn't be bad if he went to Buffalo. I could see Buffalo. I could see it. Uh, he's not going to go to Jacksonville. I don't see that. Tampa Bay... Maybe depending on how they, you know, do things nope. down there. Stop. I'm locking in Tampa Bay. I just, I, it, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I got this one right on the head. Put it down. I mean, I've been really wrong in my predictions this year. Let's just be, <laughs> let's be real. But I, I it makes sense to me because I, I, I think they want to get somebody, and if they're going to compete at all, they can't just go with who they got. So but, I'm going to go JJ to Tampa Bay. Also, it would make sense because they have young, fresh legs there anyway. Yes. Maybe they're not the greatest. He doesn't have to take a full workload 
and he can kind of be in that same three-headed monster like he was with the Eagles last year. Well, I'm just thinking they're probably going to they're going to give him the full workload and he's going to get hurt and now you have backup plan. <laughs> yes. That's why you need him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lock that in. There click you click. Go. It's lock locked. it. All right, let's move on to a guy I thought was going to be better this year, but their team had to throw the ball all year long. Yeah. Tevin Coleman. I think he's still got enough talent to be a viable offensive threat. But yeah. where? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, he's always been the number two punch. Um, this year he had to be the number one punch, and I honestly think that he can be the number one punch on any of these teams. I I think he is talented enough, and I think that if if your team doesn't have to throw the ball every single down, he's going to be a really good player. So look for him to go where? I don't know. <laughs> he's, he, oh, his point per touch. Let me get to that. 1.1, so it wasn't halfway. Okay. At, oh, wait. Yeah, 1.1. Wasn't halfway bad, but uh, I don't. Where are we going to put him? We got to lock him in. We do. We have to lock him in. Um, honestly, I could see because I don't think he's going to be super expensive. I could see him ending up in Philadelphia. You might be right on that. I don't know if I can lock that in because I was thinking Kansas City, even though I said no. Ooh, but that's what I'm saying. I think man, that. Just think about Tevin Coleman. In the Chiefs' offense, <laughs> that would be sweet. I've got Tevin yeah, Coleman in a couple places still, so you you kind of got me all tingly there for a second. <laughs> it, it, I I think it makes sense for Philly, but for some reason Kansas City's just sticking out to me because it just makes sense to me. Interesting. But again, I don't know if Kansas City is going to be looking, so I don't know if I can lock Coleman in anywhere. This is disappointing. Oh, interesting. Well, I know we're going to try and lock somebody in with the next player on the list, but I don't <laughs> think we're going to agree. Okay. And this person is Le'Veon Bell. Uh-huh. Well, he could go anywhere where the money is. <laughs> yeah, and the money is with the New York Jets. Let's be real. They got the money. He probably doesn't want to go there. But if he want if he's chasing the money, the Jets are gonna offer it up. I hope. I am crossing my fingers. But obviously he doesn't have a points per touch this year because he <laughs> didn't, didn't play. play. But I want I went back to 2017 and this is where points per touch can be a little bit of a uh a stat that maybe is skewed a little bit. But he had point nine five points per touch, which is still decent. But the amount of touches he had. Yes, it was insane. Was, it was just insane. So you kind of have to look at points per game. He had 25.8 points per game. And that is above and beyond. Yeah, that's what all you care about he, when you talk about living about. You know right. you're getting 20 plus points per game almost every single time. Right, exactly. But the question is, and I think that it, it, it goes, it's a little bit of a risk because he hasn't played all year and we don't know we don't know exactly if he stayed in shape we don't know anything about that so i'm gonna say that i'm gonna lock it in with the new york jets because the jets have the money the only thing that scares me is that he doesn't want to go there and so he might not he might not do it 
Oh yeah, we're not locking them in in the Jets. Oh I'm yes, we're locking them in somewhere else, <laughs> and that's because there's beaches, there's money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay taxes down there in the state taxes, <laughs> and he's gonna go to Florida and hang out in Miami because he is a player, and that's all he cares about is money man. and his leisure time. That, you could be right, but man, that's just not a good fit. I, I mean, he's good fit he anywhere. Don't care. Honestly, he doesn't but care. They will never win. They will never not. win. But they are in such desperate need of something <laughs> to bring in fans that they will spend yeah. $16 million a year to get Le'Veon Bell. Mark my words. I could see it, but I'm still going with the New York Jets. Of course you are. You've been saying it for over a year now. After <laughs> he started holding out, you're like, just come to New York. <laughs> All uh, right. We got two guys left on our free agent list. Mm-hmm. And we'll go with the last guy who actually is in the NFL-ish. <laughs> like, he doesn't have anything <laughs> um, pending. Uh, and that is Mark Ingram, who mm-hmm. has been a great running back pretty much every year he's been in the league. I yep. don't think he's going to go back to New Orleans. It's tough because he said he wants to stay there, but of course he when wants I, to. <laughs> we'll see because when another team offers him a nice big contract, we'll see how loyal he is to the Saints because I don't think the Saints are going to if they offer him it's not going to be exactly what he wants. But I, he's kind of gone under the radar a little bit. He's actually still a pretty good back and I think that again he was a one-two punch. He was the number 2 punch on this and I think he's got all the ability to be a number 1. So I'm I'm going to put him on a team, but I don't know how realistic it is, but I'm I'm locking him in with the Eagles. I I mean, I don't know if we're going to spend as much as he's going to want. Right. I I think it would be a good fit with the other pieces on our team, especially if Darren Sproles comes back and stays healthy for another mm-hmm. year. I I would like it. I I would Definitely not mine if he came there, yeah. but based on my last person where the lock is, I think Mark Ingram goes to the Jets. That's possible, and I'd be okay with that. I would. Um, if we're not going to get Bell, I wouldn't mind Ingram. He's a good back. I really do think so. And he's, his points per touch, I'll say that, is one, exactly. Um, so it's still he's there. He's making his points in fantasy football, so if you're thinking about him, if he goes to the Jets, he's going to get more than one point per touch, I believe, that he's going to get. But it actually might be less because I think they're going to hand it off a lot to him and, and pass it to him a few times too. It could be. Maybe this this year, uh, instead of uh, Alshon Jeffrey signing with the Eagles because Carson Wentz is his vision of the future, maybe Mark Ingram signs with the Jets because... Sam Darnold is his vision of the future. Yeah, uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, all I know is that we the Jets got enough money to get whoever they want, wherever they want, and I guarantee you they probably don't. They probably just, oh, we're just going to roll with what we got. I just, I, I could see it happening. Yeah, no, I, I think the Jets are going to go hard after a running back. Are they better? They really yeah. should. <laughs> I just hope you're not disappointed with who they end up having because I think they still like some of the guys that they have. Yeah. But what are they I, going to do with them? 
I'm just hoping it's not one of the first like four guys that we mentioned. <laughs> I don't want TJ Yeldon. I don't It'll want be Jay Ajayi. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> it's not. He's just not a better version of Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I don't want Murray. I don't want Anderson. These are the guys I don't want. If we're going to spend money, we might as well get somebody who's going to be big, like somebody who can at least improve our team. Because I don't think the first four guys will improve our team that much. No, nope, probably not. Well, we got one more guy in our list. Yep. Mm-hmm. We talked about him last time a little bit. Yep. And he missed out on the playoffs because he got kicked off the team. <laughs> and that's Kareem Hunt. So yep. as much as he was extremely fantasy reliable yes. all year long until his incident, he's without a team and can sign anywhere he pleases once free agency opens up. Now, yep. that was one of the guys I alluded to earlier when we talked about the Chicago Bears. And mm. I say the Chicago Bears mm. because they have Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. And Matt Nagy used to be the coach of Kareem Hunt. Boy, oh boy, what would they do if they had Hunt? I mean, that would just be crazy insane. It would be. But uh, we don't know what's going to happen with him. We really don't. That's the biggest question is suspension, like what's going to happen? I, we don't really know. We don't know where he's going to go. We don't know if, pe- if people even want to sign him. Um, but We don't know how point- long he's going to be suspended for. Exactly. Um, but his points per touch were, out of all the people we talked about, was the highest. It was just slightly better than Yeldon's, and it was 1.23. And But I think what makes that even better is that his points per game was extremely high and it was 20 23.11 so i mean when you have this guy's just to me was the best running back of the year until he got kicked off the team for doing something stupid um yeah i think he's talented beyond reason i think that if the chiefs would have had him in the playoffs there's a whole different story there i think they're in the super bowl to be honest i think they probably should have been in the super bowl this year anyway but, yeah, well, we're still biased, but yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Somebody didn't line off sides. That game's over. Yep. I mean, that's it. I mean, but anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hound on that. Yeah, but, you will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's gonna go somewhere. I th- I think somebody's gonna take the risk and just say, well, let's let's see how long the suspension's gonna last. We don't really know. But the guy is amazing. So. Somebody's going to take the risk. We know yeah. this. He will end up being on a roster at some point. Yeah. Now, it'll depend on when we find out if he's going to be suspended and for how long. And it'll depend, I think, on the first part of free agency as well. I think he's going to be one of the last guys to be signed unless he just signs somewhere super cheap. And yeah. probably on a team that already has a starter, like, well, we'll take you in, but you're not guaranteed anything. His contract's probably not going to be guaranteed. So mm-hmm. it could be any team in the NFL. Yeah, in absolutely. Opinion. Yeah, this is one of them where the people on the nose might be a yes with Kareem Hunt because he's just, he's just, when you do something stupid and you get kicked off a team, it's kind of up in the air. But, the one thing I do have to ask you a question. Do you think Hunt goes after 
Adrian Peterson, or do you think Adrian Peterson is just still the last guy on the list? Oh boy, that is a <laughs> great question. Wow, I think because Adrian Peterson had such a good year, yeah, it was decent. Yeah, he'll probably find a landing spot before Kareem Hunt, maybe on a team that is like a middling something where they're on the edge, you know, like a Washington was this Mm -hmm. last year. Like they could have won the division had not everything gone wrong for them at one point. Yeah, absolutely. But I still see Adrian Peterson as one of them guys where uh, they're, they're practicing. Somebody gets hurt. Oh no. Oh, uh oh, we need to sign somebody. Oh, Adrian Peterson. He'll be a good stop. We can do that. Um, but I don't know how much more we're going into the free agents, but I do want to say before we end the show that I did a, a points per touch on somebody who was the best running back in the league as far as Ooh, fantasy was, okay. and that was Christian McCaffrey. And I thought maybe his points per touch would be pretty low because he got a bunch of touches. Like it was just it would just make the points per touch lower. But you know what? He was higher than every single one of these players that we just talked about. It was point are 1.34. Okay. Or definitely higher. And I believe that he will continue that pace, but I just want to get that in there. Just of course. To say, mm-hmm. Just to give you a sense of what these points per touch can actually add up to. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, guess who liked Chris McCaffrey last year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no. I'll run down just the list of the other free agent running backs that I have in front of me, just so everybody knows this isn't the only people that are free agents. So, cause there could be right, some right. of these guys on the list that yeah. take over in other areas. Um, Alex Collins is a restricted free agent, Doug mm-hmm. Martin, Ty mm-hmm. Montgomery, Spencer Ware, who yep. could be a good utility guy. Mike Davis, yep. I mentioned right. Buck Allen, who was just basically benched, I, he was okay, <laughs> and then he just didn't play when Ty yeah. Montgomery got there, but Ty Montgomery didn't play a lot either. Yeah, that's... LeGarrette Blunt could be a good stopgap for yeah. somebody, a good bruiser. Corey Grant, who was a good utility guy in Jacksonville, and mm-hmm. Rod Smith, the backup to Ezekiel Elliott. So the Cowboys yeah. are going to need somebody to back <laughs> up, but... It's not going to be anybody special. No. They're just going to get somebody, and that's going to be it. Like if Zeke goes down, they're done. That's just let's be real. That's it. All right. So I don't think I said who I thought Kareem Hunt would sign with. Oh, I don't know if you did either. <laughs> I didn't. I can't lock him in. It's just a well, complete. We're not going to lock him in. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I I'm looking at everybody. I mean, I see some good fits for him. Um, I, again, there's a landing (laughs) spot. I like some people to go to and that's Buffalo. I don't know if they're willing to take a chance on him with the team that they got trying to, you know, get Josh Allen to be the leader, but I think it would be a good fit. They just, they just went through the Sean McCoy thing and it (laughs) was, and and it didn't seem like anybody's people stopped talking about it. Well, that's because Nobody cared about Buffalo this year. And well, Josh yeah. Allen started playing better. So maybe maybe they do decide that, hey, if we can get McCoy through this, maybe we can get Hunt through this. I don't yeah. know. That's a, It's a good question. I can't lock him in anywhere. I'm not no, going to do that. No, definitely but not. 
Oh, you know what? I will lock him in. I, he's <laughs> oh, be, he's locked right, in with the New York Jets. The New York Jets will get Le'Veon Bell and Kareem Hunt, oh. the best running back duel of all time. Okay. All right. Sounds perfectly reasonable. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. That's way too much money. Not yeah. doing that. That's that's a lot. But uh, all right. There is our list of free agent running backs. I think we'll probably continue this trend and talk about free agent wide receivers and tight ends mm -hmm. perhaps in the next episode. And uh, we'll end this on Kareem Hunt, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Such an open-ended uh. ending. You know? It's a cliffhanger <laughs> that's not going to end for seven months or so. What is it, how long? <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Super Bowl's not even over yet. Uh, yep. But that will do it for us here at Fantasy Fuel. You can find us online on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel, Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel. You can also email us at fantasyfuelpodcast at gmail.com. And you can call us 608-492-3443. And if you've made it this far into our episode again, thank you very much for listening. I would like to make a shameless plug. I also co-host a different sort of podcast. We talk about weird, weird, strange, interesting, some disgusting <laughs> news events from around yeah. the world. And that is called The Average Joe Show. It's sayitproductions.com slash Average Joe Show. If you're into that kind of thing, go give it a listen and... Uh, Hear me talk like I don't talk on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, parents Parents need yes. to... Uh, little you know, NSFW. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Uh, it, but it's a really good show. I will vouch for it. I've listened to a few episodes, and I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's awesome. So I, I encourage all of you to go listen to that podcast as well. All right. Thank you again for the shameless plug. <laughs> and everybody out there... Good luck if you're still playing any daily fantasy. The Super Bowl is the last <laughs> got for football. So, all right, we're here. And uh, don't forget, stay fueled up this off season.